Hi, welcome to Matters of the Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Janie Charlotte. Matters of the Heart and Soul is a podcast to raise awareness and awaken humanity to all that is within. We want to be a beacon of light on your life journey. Hey guys, welcome back to Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. My name is Janie Charlotte, your host. And coming up on this next episode, you are going to hear all about shadow work. That's right, shadow work. Shadow work is basically all those parts of ourselves that we don't see. It is basically our blind spots. So it is so important that we integrate those blind spots so that we can become one whole human being. And um, in a world of duality, you know, the shadow is often looming in the back behind us. But um, it's important that we we get to the surface and get to the depthness of what our shadow sides are. And oftentimes that requires work on self. And that is how we get to self-mastery. So sit back, relax, and um, enjoy this next episode of Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. And I will see you on the other side. Take care. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. This is your host, Janie Charlotte, and co-host Russell Bruce is not able to join us today. He had a prior engagement. On today's podcast, we are talking about our shadow selves. That's right. We are talking about doing shadow work. And um, if you have not heard the term shadow, it's basically talking about all the aspects of ourselves that we can't quite see. It's basically our blind spots. However, it's always right there attached to us. Um, so as they say, the shadow is always standing right behind us, just out of view. Um, but in any direct light, we cast a shadow. All right. So the shadow is a term used for everything that we cannot see in ourselves or about ourselves. So we want to talk about that today. So most of us go to great lengths to protect our self-image from anything unflattering or unfamiliar. Um, So it's easier to see the shadow behind others than it is to see in ourselves. And a lot of times that's because we walk around with the ego. The ego pretty much, you know, tells us good or bad, right? But by exploring the shadow side of ourselves, this can lead to greater authenticity, creativity, energy, and personal awakenings. It is an introspective process that helps build self-mastery. And that's what this is all about. You know, life is really all about getting to self-mastery, getting to the higher and higher versions of ourselves. So we could say that the shadow part of ourselves is what others may consider as the dark side. You know, maybe it's negative emotions or impulses such as rage or envy or greed or selfishness. Um, 
You know, it, it could also be what we deny in ourselves. It could be anything incompatible with what we currently want to identify as who we are, right? Um, but basically, is the disowned part of ourself. And sometimes we we know that the shadow is there, but most times we do not. We cannot see it. Um, but you know, we have to we have to somehow integrate the disowned parts with ourselves. All right. So, how is the shadow part of ourselves? is born? Where does it come from? Um, I think that from living in a dualistic society, that's how it's created. So dualistic is basically there's two polarities to everything. You know, there's good actions and there's bad actions. You know, there's the right way to do it and there's the wrong way. And I think sometimes living in this dualistic society, you know, what most people would deem as good um, you know, you get the rewards for that. But there's parts of ourselves that we may want to do differently and maybe society deem that as negative. Um, so I think that's how shadows are born. Um, so we focus on the good and ignore the bad. But what happens when we when we repress this shadow? OK, so what happens when the shadow is repressed? Um, we could get projection. And I think we've probably all recognized this in, in others. We may not recognize it in ourselves, but it's when we project those qualities that we deny in ourselves, but, you know, we project it onto others. So you might've had someone call you selfish, or you might have someone call you, um, you know, rude or whatever, but, in actuality, they're projecting their rudeness and their selfishness onto you. So those are shadow sides. It's like that person cannot see their own rudeness or their own shadow or their own uh, selfishness. So they project it onto you. They tell you that you're rude and you're selfish. And that's what happens when we don't own our shadows and we don't see our shadows. Um, so why should we even do shadow work? You know, um, it, it, we should do it because we have to become whole human beings. We have to use all parts of ourselves and the parts of ourselves that need healing or need love or need compassion or need empathy. We have to bring all those parts to the forefront so it can get what it needs. Right. Um because otherwise we we do not uh, grow into self-mastery. Um, so that's important. So I want to talk about some steps in what we could do to start the process into doing shadow work because it is it is a process. Um, but you know, what's the point in doing this, right? Uh, number one, improved relationships. Um, we are relatable people. As human beings, we are relatable. Everything we have to do day in and day out requires relationships, whether it is at your workplace, whether it is with your employee or your husband or your wife or your child, your business, whatever it is, it requires relationships. So, you know, 
analyzing our own shadows can increase and improve our relationships. Not only that, number two, we have a clearer perception. Um, in seeing others and yourself as you are, you'll have a clearer lens with which to view the world, you know, because if we are not viewing the world with a clear lens where we, you know, we're denying parts of ourselves. We only see half truths. Then our perception is really tainted in, in the things that we could see in the world. Um, but as we integrate our whole self and we heal the shadow or we integrate both parts of ourselves, you know, we get more to an authentic self. Um, so that's important. Also, number three for enhanced energy and physical health. You know, shadowy, if you if you walk in, in the shadow a lot, you could it, it drains you. It could really, really drain you because you know you're dragging around this invisible bag of stuff and issues and drama is very, very draining. It could be exhausting to just continually repress and suppress all of the parts of ourselves that we don't want to face in our adulthood or even on our journey to self-mastery. We have to face it. And if you don't, you're going to be bogged down and it, and it will show up in different parts of your life. Um, so of course, this brings on fatigue and tiredness and it just can really, you know, just keep you in a, in just, a really drag, right? And just low physical health. Um, but also number four, it, it helps us to gain maturity, right? Um, as long as we deny our shadows and repress certain parts of our lives, a sense of wholeness and unity is elusive. We can't get to it. So we have to, what they say, put on our, you know, our adult underwear and, and get to work on ourselves, Right. Um, and then how can you ever feel a sense of wholeness and balance when you're divided, when you're hiding parts of yourself? You know, it's there and maybe you don't know it's there, but there's something in you that tells you, OK, I'm responding weird. You know, I'm over responding. I'm overreacting. Um, or why am I being rude? You know, what are the those shadow parts of ourselves? Um, but also when we do this work, it can give us greater creativity. Um, one of the greatest benefits of shadow work is that it unlocks more of our creative potential. Um, you know, creativity is, is such a flow with the divine force energy. And when you are in that energy, it's beautiful, it's loving. And if there's anything blocking it, it blocks your creativity um, so it, it, that's, that's really important. All right. So what are some steps to do shadow work? Okay. Um, and this is just some steps. It is not what you have to do. It is not the Holy grail. It is just what I believe are some good steps to get started. If you know that there is some shadow work that you should be working on. All right. The first thing you want to do is center yourself. All right. This is perhaps the most important thing that you ever want to do before engaging in shadow work. Um, and basically it's just when you attempt to not be in one emotion or the other, you're pretty much neutral. You're very centered. So you're able to allow 
different parts of yourself come to the surface, all right? Um, you know, you don't want to be judgmental. You want to be, you don't want to be critical. You don't want to, you know, be hard on yourself. You just want to be in a very centered place. And this allows more integrating to happen. Um, but you, you need to be in a space that is calm, clear, good, positive energy. So, you know, you could do it wherever you could do it outside. You could do it in a nice, quiet space inside your home, wherever you feel that you will have most clarity. All right. Um, you also want to make sure that you are going to be able to have some self-compassion for yourself. Um, because when the when the shadow side shows up and a good way to know your shadow side is sometimes if you're having an issue with somebody else, start looking at what keeps coming up with this person. What is the same argument, the same issue? What is the same thing that keeps coming up? Normally, that is something within yourself that has to be worked on is just being mirrored in the other person. And when we focus on what's wrong with the other person, we never see our own blind spots, our own shadows. But a good way to do a self-assessment is to say, okay, what issue do I have with someone? And what is this part that keeps coming up? And normally that is your own shadow that has to be worked out. Um, but, you know, have compassion for yourself during this time. You know, it's not easy to look at all the dark things about ourselves. Um, but again, you know, the dark side, again, that's just a, a remnant of a society that believes in duality, right? That's pretty much all it is. Um, so, and you just have to start accepting yourself in this compassion um, and accept your own humanness. And what I mean by that is accept everything about yourself, quirks, mishaps, mistakes, um, all those things, because it allows you to be vulnerable and therefore it allows vulnerability to be expressed in others. All right. Um, the other thing you want to do is make sure that you're very self-aware. All right. This is very important because seeing the shadow requires self-reflective mindset. If you if you do not self-reflect, it's going to be hard to understand your shadow. So if you go through a situation, if you go through a breakup, if you go through a divorce, you go through being fired at your job and you never sit down to self-reflect and self-reflect is all about what did I do in that situation how could I have done that better? What did I need to learn? It's not about the other person. It is about self. What did I need to do? How could I have done that better? What did I need to learn? What parts of myself showed up that I was really surprised with? What parts of myself that showed up that I really was excited about? You know, is you have to have a very self-reflective mindset, you know, ability to reflect and observe all behaviors, thoughts, and feelings and actions. Okay. Gotta be able to self-reflect. Um and so that's a part of self-awareness, you know, it is just a precursor to shadow work because it's the only way we can observe and evaluate feelings and emotional reactions without judgment or criticism to ourselves. All right. Um, also, another step is to be 
crucially and courageously honest. All right. Um, Self-honesty and integrity are so important when you're doing shadow work. Um, it's easy to give lip service about qualities, you know, that you may have and that you may extend out to the outside world. But when you're sitting there with yourself, you need to be honest with yourself. Hey, I haven't attained, you know, the strength in doing this yet. I haven't attained, um, you know, a skill just yet. I need to keep working on that. You have to be crucially honest with yourself um, because it, it, and when you are, it just means that you're willing to see the unpleasant attributes in your behavior and your personality, right? Um, it's, it's often uncomfortable to come to terms you know, when we see those things show up, you know, because the ego, the ego is there and the ego wants to protect and ego wants to say, no, what I did was better. But you have to be truly willing to be honest with yourself and um, and see those parts of yourself. Um, and, you know, accepting insecurity or accepting selfishness or accepting sarcasm in all these other parts of yourself um, will lend to self-mastery, you know? It, it will definitely do that. Um, also, it's a good idea possibly to record or to, you know, maybe diary or journal your discoveries um, if you want to do that. Um, sometimes this help people go back to evaluate, hey, I had this situation, I responded this way, and this other situation showed up, I, and I responded this way. And now, since I'm journaling this, I am seeing the patterns. And some people don't have to go that far. Like You can literally see the patterns in your life showing up. You can see those blind spots like right away when you start to do the shadow work, but some people do not see it right away. And, uh, you know, so journaling is a good way to, to see it. Um, so those were just some steps that I recommend doing when you decide to do shadow work. And basically it is just doing some self-reflective, um, work on the parts of yourself that you don't see or that are your blind spots. Um, and, and it's so important that we all do it, right? And it's not to say that it's a bad thing, it's so that we can integrate into wholeness and to become whole. Um, you know, when you when you know the shadow and you're put in a situation, you know, say, hey, somebody asks you, hey, I need you to babysit. You know that your patience is very short. You are not good with kids. The patience thing is just not there for you right now. That's that's something that you would know and say, hey, I'm not there. You're working on your patience. So that's why we do shadow work so that we can integrate all parts of ourselves and we can know what are strengths, what are weaknesses, what we have to work on. And we can't just keep working on the good parts of ourselves. We have to work on the weaknesses just the same. All right. So that we become whole humans and we we can ascend whole and as a whole body of humanity, because when I 
Janie work on my shadow self and I become a better person, I automatically help the whole body of humanity to become a better humanity. Okay. So individually, when we work on ourselves, when we truly try to become the better versions of ourselves individually, we collectively become better. All right. Because individually, if I'm trying to, you know, change world hunger and if I'm becoming better in that collectively, I'm helping the body of humanity to become better. So that's really what it's about. Shadow work is so that individually we can become better because we are all in this connected divine source energy of one. And what one does actually um, has a bearing on the other. So we're all interconnected in this energy and what one does affects the whole. All right, guys. So that was shadow work. My name is Janie Charlo. This is your host matters of the heart and soul podcast. Again, reach out to us. Let us know if you are doing shadow work. Let us know if this is something you've never heard. Let us know if this is something you um, have been doing for a while and you've kind of, you know, integrated some of those parts of yourself. Um, Again, guys, we appreciate you so much. Please like, subscribe and share and we will catch you at the next episode. Take care.